Hey y'all. Oh Lord, here comes Chantal. What? Nothing. We just know you always with the shit. And is. So what you got for us this time? Oh, you know, just a little hookah, little drink for our conversation. Well, what else is new? This episode. So let's get to it. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, and welcome to another episode of The Glass Mic, where there is no script, just, oh, I'm high already. I'm not going to easy. <laughs> just transparent talk. <laughs> I'm Chantal Says It All, and I am all natural. I show my real hair on y'all today. You like it? Yeah, yeah. I'm team, I'm team natural. Now, y'all can call me queen for this episode. I don't I'm like people. I'm too. Uh, it's true. We we team natural and up. So I don't like being called queen. So for this episode, y'all can call me queen. I don't like when people use like the purpose behind. When people are like, hey queen, hey king. I don't like that. That's a whole nother episode. Okay. I'll do one if y'all remind me. Okay. But before we do that, I'm going to do trying ish. So, of course, as you all know, these are products that aren't paid ads. Some were sent in and some were paid for by the Glass Mic. If you are interested in seeing a product or service that is yours or maybe someone you know, make sure you send that in on Instagram at the Glass Mic or you can email us at info at theglassmic.com. Um, so I didn't ask you, but I'm going to go ahead and ask you now. When you first came in here, did you smell anything when you walked in? Or do you smell anything currently? Okay. As you all see, we don't tell stories on this show. But currently, <laughs> I have a diffuser going on. Y'all see the cool smoke? And inside this diffuser, I have some oil from a previous sponsor, PM Candle Co. And I put, like, maybe I didn't put enough dabs in it. <laughs> but it's essential oil and I just put like five drops inside of here. I smell it. It smells like birthday cake. Um the name of it is creme creme brulee. So if you all are interested in that just I smell it now that you done held it over my face. Okay. Because normally like when I use a diffuser, I have it beside me on the bed or I have it like on a little table by where I sit in so I can smell it. Good. I don't think it's to make the whole home smell that way. But I thought maybe this little corner area would. Well, you know, you caught me a whiff of it. Now I can, now I call it consistent. It smells good. Okay. <clears throat> so I'm also going to tell y'all the reason why I don't wear my natural hair that often is not because I'm embarrassed or ashamed by it per se. I'm embarrassed and ashamed, embarrassed and ashamed because I don't know what to do with it. I just not put this in a puff. <laughs> I'm proud of me putting it in a puff. I've been pulling at it and doing this and that my hair shrinks so it's like look y'all are gonna get what y'all get but i did attempt to try to put some edge control on my hair tonight so ladies if y'all are cosmetologists and hairologists and all the other ologists please don't use your phd on me um i'm not an edge perfecter but i did put a little bit of christine collection hair companies edge control um on my edges they aren't the best but I like it, and I didn't have to use too much. It did lay down because normally it'll coil up. So with my hair not coiling up, I think it's pretty durable. But don't just take my word for it. 
go on Christine Collection on Instagram. You can always check our page uh, for her information, or you can click the sponsors highlight. Since we're on the topic of beauty, I guess I will go forward with the next trying ish. Now, these two products were sent in by Face It Boo, and it's spelled the way it sounds F A C E I T B O O on Instagram. I tried her creamy facial cleanser. Now, I know it says in the sentence it's creamy, right? I'm thinking when I was pouring it, I'm not going to pour it for y'all tonight, but when I was pouring, I thought I was going to feel like the exfoliation um bubbles in it but it wasn't and it's rare for me to find a face wash like that because sometimes my skin gets very sensitive and exfoliation doesn't work for me during that time i have to wash my face with cold water just extra stuff to make sure that i have healthy skin um so i do appreciate that her facial cleanser is gentle also she has a uh this is a face cream and spot remover. Now, she ain't Houdini now, so don't be thinking them cigarette burns y'all got on y'all face gonna come off with this face it uh, marker. Like, you, your expectations are too high. It's too high. <laughs> but um, I did use a little bit of this, and I will put this on my finger. But it's like, you don't take a lot. But you put like a little bit um, on your like dark areas. And if you go back and look at maybe some of my old stories or on my page like on my highlights you might see that as i was losing weight my hormonal um balance changed so i ended up getting a lot of acne over here and i don't pop bumps but for some reason you would have thought i popped them but when i started using her stuff i'm not going to say it was a miracle worker per se but i feel like it did play a, a good role in trying to get it lightened up but don't take my word for it. you can go on my page and look or you can go on her page, Face It Boo, on Instagram and let her know that the glass mic sent you. So, we're going to go ahead and get into Shot and shot O'Clock. One of my favorite parts. Hey. I really, I'm really kind of nervous about it because I already took a couple of shots before yeah, we got yeah. started. But I guess that's what makes everything fun, huh? Yeah, I guess that's what makes it go down smoother, too. Yeah, it's true. So, uh, this Shot O'Clock was sponsored by Her Candle Company. Um, she sent in a couple of candles. This one says, Black Women Listen, You Are Everything. And this one says, Smile Every Day. Um, you can smell those if you want before or after we take our shot. Then look, Bella brought her toy for you now. So, y'all already know Bella's the co-star of the show. She's the true um, person over this. Yes, good. And every time I record, I always tell the guests, like, look, she decides to be petty. She gets hungry or she's going to want to do something. Well, she, we, <laughs> black women, everything, huh? Yeah, it's a good candle. So she decides, well, he asked her early, could he bring, could she bring her toy? And I was like, she's not going to do it on command. She normally already has the toys out. So now that we're talking, she decides to bring out one of her favorite toys. Yeah, she fake. She's not fake. She's just <laughs> Bella. That's just, that's her, that's her word. We love her. So we're going to take a cheers to Bella. Cheers to you, brother. <laughs> oh, wait. Huh. I don't say no names on here, but I need a tequila company sponsor me that has some real smoothness. So if you feel like you have a brand where I could just drink it and it's smooth, I'm going to put you to the test. Make sure you send in your inquiries to info at theglassmic.com or theglassmic on all social media platforms. 
So I know y'all are seeing this guy on here, and if y'all are listening and y'all are hearing this guy, y'all like, okay, who is that guy? Who is that guy? Now's your time to shine. Say hey to the people. What's going on, people? What's your name? Where My you name from? Gio from Detroit originally. Been down Dallas for a little while now. Okay. So what um what made you come from the north all the way to the south? I got a taste of the south in college and you know, other than the fact that it didn't snow, it was just, you know, the hospitality. People speak to you. You can walk by and everybody says hello. And Basically, the girls are warmer. That wasn't a problem either, you know, but uh, that can't be everything. And it was just money, you know. I like I liked to have nice things and be able to do what I like to do. And, you know, Texas was a place that you could make a lot of money. So, figure why not? Give it a try. Okay. So we're gonna have like a little icebreaker and I'm gonna give you a suggestion. You can tell me which one you want to do. Okay. Um, we have truth or drink, would you rather, or things you should know. I like they all sound fun. Well we could do we could do one of each. That's fine. And you can go first. Which one do you think we should do first? Truth or drink, would you rather or things you should know? Let's go, would you rather? Okay. Ask me a question. Ooh, I gotta ask you one. Yeah, the guest always goes first. Ooh. Oh, I wasn't ready for, to give you one. Well, it's an icebreaker. Yeah. Gotta break the ice. Okay. Would you rather go skydiving or scuba diving? Oh, okay, scuba diving. Why? Because I like water. Okay. Um, I don't consider myself a professional. Someone asked me how to swim. The answer is no. <laughs> um. And so would I be nervous about go. scuba diving? Yes, I would because only because I'm scared of things that I can't control. But there's something I have to learn to get out of. Okay. Um, jumping out of plane is just a no. I don't want that. <laughs> I, I just big like that's one of my things. I really don't like saying it out loud because I don't want anyone to feel like, oh, well, I'm gonna get her to trust me. I can get her to do it. I don't want that. And if you love me and respect me enough, people, please don't ask, please don't <laughs> ask me to do that. I will watch y'all support you. I'll record you. I'll do all of that. But I don't want, I'll even be on the plane. I will go wherever the, the pilot going. But I'm not jumping off the plane. No, thank you. Please don't do me like that. Okay. Would you rather, hmm. Oh, let's see. What kind of question do I want to ask? What kind of question? Tough on the spot. Mm. <laughs> Would you rather be stuck in a room and you can only have your favorite drink for 30 days or your favorite dessert for 30 days? Are we talking alcoholic drink? Or whatever your drink? favorite drink is, whether it's a Shirley Temple or Adios Motherfucker, it's whatever drink is your favorite. Okay. I'm going to go with my favorite dessert. Your favorite dessert? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's a lot of sugar. What's your favorite dessert? Ooh, a Dutch apple pie with some, like, vanilla bean ice cream. And you think you could have it for 30 days? Hell, yeah. I ain't had it in 30 months, I don't feel like it. So, I could definitely eat it for 30 days. Rather mm. than my favorite drink. My favorite drink, I only can have one of them every once in a while. What's that? A root beer. It's just a lose lose all around. Yeah. Mm. And like, right, you can't drink everything got sugar in it at some point. Yeah. It's just what can you, what do you feel like you can tolerate for an extended period of time? Mm hmm. So, It'll be a lot of fasting for me. 
That's what get it right there. Okay. With a little ice cream. I like mine on top though. Because I like when my ice cream melt and turn it into soup. Put it on the plate next to it. That's smart. That's close. Sometimes I dip it in. Okay, so I guess the next one will be on me. Uh, things you should know. Hmm. Things you should know. Oh, well, I was going to think of one, but it's, I'm not going to do that one. It's, it's corny. Oh, boo. I know. All right. Um. Whew. I'm trying to see what level I want to go on. Because you're setting the tone for where I'm going to go. Mm-hmm. 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 Uh. Oh, what do I want? Why did I do myself like this? Mm-hmm. And I never prepare because I don't want to. I like I like seeing myself think because it's like now you see how it gets for you. Um, things you should know. Did you know I just closed my move ring on my Apple Watch, my Steam ring? Boom. Yay! I closed it. That's mine. I'm sticking with it. <laughs> yes. Since Bella's looking at me, did you know I was afraid of dogs until I was like. 17. Really? Mm-hmm. What made you stop being scared? Shit, I got that was big a good enough. One. I got big enough to realize that if a dog <laughs> tried me not I can I can handle myself. I got bit a couple times as a kid. Mm-hmm. So you know, you get bit one too many times for something you try to stay away from it. Especially if you don't know the dog or anything like that. No. No, nah, Bella know not to bite nobody, you know. Tell her you can just hit a dog. She bite you with her eyes. Mm-hmm. She give that look like, hold on, what y'all saying? If you can see her. Yeah, she actually likes her bang. So, y'all know Bella has a bang. And I get her groomed every now and again. But she loves the bang. It's actually time for now. Then again, it's been here too long. How do you know she likes the bang? Because when I put her bow on, she'll take her bow out each time. And she just acts different when she has her bangs down. Like, when she has a bow, she's a ditty. But when she have a bang, she act like we can't see her, but she can see us. And we just let her feel that way. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let her rock. So a truth or drink. Um. Oh, this is gonna be crazy. Is it true that you're in love right now? You can tell the truth or you can drink. Hmm. Yeah, I'd say yes. I'd be truth. Yeah. I okay. Am. Cool beans. Well, with truth to drink, I always still drink. So I'm gonna try to <laughs> I'm gonna try to take the rest of this shot, but this is a lot, y'all. And I I don't really care for this one. It's kinda hard going you just down. Just throw it back. Just throw it back. Just throw it back. Oh. Yeah, girls in the club. There you go. See, it's done. You ain't even gotta do it no more. It's like I went from being a kid that didn't like robotism to being an adult that doesn't <laughs> like taking tequila. I have to prepare myself. You slow sip it, it's gonna kill you. Because each sip, you got to go through it. So you're doing three sips, and then uh, you got to deal with it three times. Mm. Well, I took my shot, so I think I'm ready to go ahead and go into discussion questions. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. So um, for this episode, I already have a title for it. Normally, I don't name the episodes until after we record. Now, if something happens and we say something, I'm like, okay, I want to change it. 
my world, my rules, right? Yeah. I'll change it up. But tonight's topic is Hurt and Heal. And I'm making this episode in lieu of me being ready to discuss a little bit about what's been happening with me for the past year. I know you all have noticed a lot of changes. And I am now single again, which I've kind of said in episodes here and there. But this episode will kind of give y'all a little more... Um, focus into my world and what's been going on and what I am planning and I also wanted to uh, talk to you all too because I noticed that I'm not the only one who has been going through life changes as far as their relationships so I thought this would be a great conversation piece for the people if they listen to it um, a lot of people tell me they watch it in groups and listen in groups so okay. hopefully y'all can get some information and I can learn something from y'all mm -hmm. too so I did a poll today on the Glass Mics page and I asked a couple of questions and the first one that I asked is the okay the podcast the Instagram is I do right. So I asked, think about your most unforgettable breakup that you or your former partner initiated. So before you answer that question, um we play statistics on here. Okay. So how many how many what percent do you think said that they were the dumper and what percent do you think said that they were the dumpy man i'm gonna say it's 50 50 because i feel like everybody feels at some point like they're one end or the other and it just depends on who's being accountable but mm. i think it's not gonna be great in one direction or the other i say it's close to 50 50. okay well you're close. You're not bad. You're not far off. 55% said that they were the dumper. And 45% said they were the dumpy. So you're just off by 5%. Okay. You're you good. You get an A-. minus. All right. I'll take it. <laughs> it's passing. So think about, so your most unforgettable breakup that you've had, were you the dumper or the dumpy? Mm. I think it was more of a mutual thing, to be honest. Can you define mutual? Because I've never understood how two people can just agree. Because somebody still has to say. Yeah, so, I mean, if you feel like somebody stepped up first, uh -huh. then I was the person to step up first. But, you know, when the discussion was had, it was like, okay, well, you know what? This probably is the right thing. We've both been feeling this way type deal. So, uh -huh. um, you know, I don't think... For some people make it seem like it's so easy to just have that conversation. And I feel like if you really care about somebody, it's, it's hard. It, it may take a minute to be like, you know what, all right, I'm finally going to move on from this. Hmm. I can understand it. Uh, most of the time, well, in my most unforgettable breakup, I was the dumpy. Mm -hmm. And I will say, like, I only... I've only claimed like three adult relationships, like okay. like three people I dated, and two of those I was dumped. But one of them I dumped him, but I dumped him because he just like checked out, but was still there, mm -hmm. I guess for benefits. And I was like, look, it's obviously he's not going nowhere because ain't nowhere, no need for him to go anywhere. But he doesn't want to be here, so you either. Keep your sanity, or you keep your sanity at the cost of yours. So, okay. I had to, I had to break up with him. Um, but being a dumpy, I speak for the dumpies. It's tough because, like, sometimes you see it coming, but when it happens, it's like, damn, like, huh? 
<laughs> I don't get it. Yeah. No, no, I get it. Uh, so. I think, I think it can be hard on both ends, but no, I, I can imagine as a dumb it probably feels a million times worse. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because you, it, it almost feels like you probably failed in, in ways. You know what I mean? Like, damn, you know what I mean? I was trying to make this work or whatever. Like, you probably have a sense that is, I wouldn't say bad, but it's not going the best. Mm-hmm. And so, but it's just the fact that, all right, this person's really like, okay, I've had enough. You know, it's all, it's, I think it's hard in anything with relationships, friendships, you know, to be, to hear somebody say they don't want to be involved with you anymore as a person. Right. Cause I feel like I'm the best person since sliced bread. Um, but like, so I just explained or describe my, uh, one of my most unforgettable ones. So before that time happened, I kind of felt that things were going apart. I felt that I wasn't being attended to. Um, I felt neglected. I felt like the person wasn't really just interested in me anymore. And then, um, they actually did say like in ways that they were losing interest. Um, so I did get in a sulk, but then um, before they broke up with me, we both had efforts of trying to like be our best selves. Like I was trying to be more so for that person. Um, just being honest, it was like, since I did say this episode is about me releasing my thoughts. Um, this was actually about my previous marriage. So it's August, 2021 now. So last August 2020, uh, he's open about it. Like I said, I don't discuss anybody else unless they put that on Front Street. And he's publicly said on his social media in the past that he's done this as well as brought it up on the show. Um, he did attempt suicide, and I stopped him from doing it. And I feel like that that day was the day I saw a lot of changes occur in the union. And... I tried to be there, be supportive, and do different things, and just try to do things that we did at the beginning of the relationship more so. And I also um, started working on myself. Uh, he he was going to therapy, and I was going um, to a trainer to try to start losing weight. That's when I first started losing weight. That's how I'm smiling now. Y'all can see my shoulders and neck. I got a neck. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so I was I was doing that. Um, and that was like for two months. And then in October, that's when he had told me like, okay, you know, this is that and this is what it is. And I found somebody else. And I'm like, I went from I went from being concerned about myself to being concerned about him and what he had going, like being a, a friend and all that. And so that, that did put me at a damper and it shocked me. But that was one of my most unforgettable breakups. And I don't want to go into detail about all of them. So that'll be the one that I discussed tonight. So when we ask the questions, I'll, I'll go on that part. So on the next one, um, the question was, when did you know your relationship was over? I'm going to read the responses first. And then I'm going to let you tell me about one of yours. Okay. We will argue every single time we talk. When I was feeling the new one in ways I never thought I could, she started acting funny when they told me, when I felt physically shocked from a hug, 
when his pregnant wife called and asked who I was. <laughs> I knew something was coming. See how it turns from serious to funny? It's the glass mic. Like, um, when I didn't want to have sex with them anymore, when I knew she was getting riled down, I don't know what that means. Elaborate. It means that she was getting fucked by somebody else with no, no condom. But how do you know that? Shit, I mean, there's probably a million ways you find. Same way y'all find out stuff. Mm, I'm not letting out no girl secrets tonight, but the right women that's doing the right thing can tell when you're not doing right. It's scientifically proven. Okay. <laughs> when I was desensitized, when I desensitized myself to anything involving the in individual, when it became physical, when he found out about my boyfriend, <laughs> when she lost respect for me. When I could go hours without hearing from him or care about what he was doing. When she started judging my moralistic opinions. Had no idea. When he was cheating, he cheated from the beginning. Those red, those flags looked greenish. Huh? So from the beginning, the flags looked greenish. Green is good, right? Yeah. So she knew the relationship was up. She wanted something toxic. Mm -hmm. if, if, this, if the question was, when did you realize the relationship was over? Over right now, beginning. She said from the beginning, those flags look green, and green is go right. Yeah. Red flag is bad, right? Yeah. So you wanted somebody toxic? Maybe she misunderstood the question. I'm gonna say you wanted somebody toxic. Uh, well, <laughs> I realized it was over when the person started talking to one of my friends. When he cheated, when he cheated. Do y'all know each other? Did y'all make a group and everybody said, "Hey, did you see the um the comment um." Now she tweaking today. It's like everybody coming. Now she tweaking. Now she tweaking. Mm -hmm. Oh, well, that's a, a new trend that's going on today. You made me feel young again. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> um, I'm like, did they start a when he cheated trend? Let's start that. Let's let's do that when he cheated. They ain't gonna never talk about they cheating. No. I, I, look. <laughs> when you can do it when she cheated, oh. we could go battle versus when it was too late. When that flame that once blazed became smoldering and cold to the touch. Okay. That's deep. <laughs> That's deep. When I was no longer bothered by their actions to make me mad or cry. I was numb. I left mentally before I left physically. When it was always an argument. I felt like it began a build it, it became a build up and then something big happened and we just didn't come back. When I saw her with another dude, when she cheated, okay, here come your yeah, other people. Come on, kid. <laughs> I thought it said kings today. And it'll talk to me like, <laughs> uh, when she got an abortion, oh no, the kings are in here. <laughs> His mom wouldn't stop being a third wheel in a relationship, and he wouldn't stop her either. Once I mentally checked out, I was there physically, but mentally was unhappy. When I was ready to move out, when the respect was gone, communication became mundane and routine, and we're outgrowing each other. Relationship became more routine. The chase stopped. When he paid more attention to his friends and not me, when I started hoping she wouldn't call the ticks. <coughs> wow. When I wasn't excited to see her after a long day of work, when I hated waking up next to her, the kings are hurt. When Speak your truth. When the parents hated me, like a month before I was praying about him and God said, no, clear as day. Once she cheated, all trust was gone. We talked less. Mm. 
It sounds like everybody pretty much saying the same thing. Like they check out here and here first before oh, yeah. they check out here and and physically. Why why does why does the sex have to go last? It's probably at that point. I mean, you either comfortable with it or it's good to tell. That's true. So. So um, I'll go first with answering. Then then you. When did you know your relationship was over? Um. When the suicide attempt came in August, I didn't feel like our marriage was over. I just felt like what we knew is life was over. Like life is, we can't go back to, to who we were, what we were. Like we're gonna have to start a new thing, but that's what we signed up for. Well, that's what you're supposed to sign up for in a marriage. Like you are giving birth and you're seeing a, a birth and a funeral for the rest of your life and your partner. You know, like we're not gonna always look this way. We're not gonna always talk or think this way. So if you are, if you're gonna be with someone, you have to accept that. Again, you're gonna see uh, like them being reborn all the time. You're gonna see them die all the time. Yeah, and, they're gonna go through changes. Yeah, like you're exposed to new parts of life. Like you may be opposed to the color purple, right? Like y'all both say, okay, I don't like the color purple. But as time goes on, you might start reading up on things and researching and now you see purple isn't that bad are you going to ridicule me and say oh you a fake you said you ain't like purple you ain't like purple are you going to be able to just witness me adapt and change to something different so that's why i didn't feel like it was over um but i realized it was over um that october when he came out to me like that same day like that was the last day we you know lived together and was even in the same place like i I ended up being by myself immediately. Mm -hmm. um, so I was kind of like taken aback from it because at first I thought like maybe, you know, you just spend the night over people's house because we talked about it. Like like once he came out to me, he told me like his whereabouts and who he was talking to and all that. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, okay, maybe this is just cute stumble parties and here realize this is a phase. Um, so October, I knew then, but I didn't come to terms. Like I really fully accepted accepted it after we did our recording in january because he was kind of making me feel like there was something still there along with me being in denial and once he did that like once we went to uh a marriage counseling I asked for us to go to that's when i knew then like okay this this is over so for me to feel fully like it's over and it was no more of me trying to repair or do anything was january of this year okay so when did you know your relationship was over Ooh, I almost felt a couple of those responses that you read. I think for me, okay, uh, it was just when you know, <coughs> I didn't enjoy being around that person anymore. Like being around them made me just be like, "Shit, what else can I go do?" You know what I mean? Like I'd rather go damn near be by myself than to spend time around you. So I have a question since you are a guy, um, because I know how us as women how we do things, but I know before you got to that point, you tried to find a resolution, right? Yeah. So how did you try to like tell her, okay, it's starting to be a little hard to be around you right now, like trying to make it work? Um. I think I was just straightforward, like, you know, like, this isn't really, like, I wouldn't say doing it for me, but this is it, like, what I enjoy being around, like, it's hard to come home to this every day, like, mm 
like this is what I'm experiencing, this is how I feel when I'm here, and so, and this is why, you know what I mean, not just telling you how I felt, but why I feel that way. Okay. You know, so that you can, I guess, decide on if it's something that can be fixed or, you know, if it's something that maybe you, you know, you could feel a completely different way, and that's okay too. Like, we're human beings, so we don't have to be on the same wavelength about everything. Okay. But if we can, if we do disagree, then we can try to find a discussion that meets in the middle. But that middle ground just never came. It's understandable. So going into the next question, did you try to savage savage the relationship? What percent do you think said yes, and what percent do you think said no? Ooh, did they try to set like sabotage it? Or? No, they tried to savage, like repair it. Oh, like keep salvage it. Going. it? Oh. Ooh, I, if people are being honest, I would probably say it's like 90% of people tried to fix it in some way. Hmm. No? No. 65% said. Ooh, these people lying to themselves. Because, <laughs> listen, if you stay, for me, this is the thing. If you stay from the moment you feel like, ooh, I might need to get out of this, mm -hmm. then you trying to salvage it. Because you have a feeling that's telling you like you got potential yeah not even just the potential like maybe you love or care about that person enough to where it's like okay i feel this emotion but maybe this is something that can be overcome but but but, but in in defenses not saying they're telling the truth i think that's a story too but what if i feel like you are like everybody has that feeling even successful relationships it's always gonna be those moments where you kind of have a, a question mark now if it's something like toxic like i hit you and like, oh, i ain't you know mm -hmm. like some domestic or i stole something like oh, i ain't gonna do that anymore then maybe so but i always think it's a time when personalities conflict and you be like oh mm -hmm. so the answer should be a hundred percent okay again <laughs> i'm just i'm saying from my perspective I, I don't know i don't believe that unless it's somebody like that you just meet and Y'all talking early on and they give you something, you'd be like, oh, no, I'm cool. Mm -hmm. Like, But if you're in a relationship with a person, that means you've invested time. So that yeah. investment of time already is something you know you can't get back. So. Right. So I would try to savage. Yeah. You now, if it's just talking, like, oh, okay, I can just stop yeah. talking to you. But relationship, but that's the whole point of this. We were talking, it says relationship. So mm -hmm. I believe that they are being false. Some of y'all ain't telling the truth, and that's not right. At all. At all. Shame <laughs> on you. You know who you are. Hit yourself on the wrist. Um, so, yes, I've, in each relationship that I've been in, I've tried to establish them. Um, but, again, I said I was going to focus on one. Um, I did try to savage it. Um, like I said, I tried to uh, be a friend and accountability partner and speak life into uh, this person. And I was going to therapy. I was trying to get them to go to therapy for their own well-being as well as like a couple's therapy so that we could see if someone could just hear us from both sides instead of it being biased uh -huh. and try to bring that back in. Um, I also, I will say that the main reason, well, two of the main reasons why I tried. One, because again, I feel like this was the person I was going to be with. Um, and two... Prior to this person leaving me, they had a series of mental health issues. Again, 
I'm only speaking this because they were vocal about it on their social media and on the show. Um, but with those mental health issues, they made me feel like them leaving was them trying to find themselves. And it's like, okay, well, I feel like our relationship is pretty, you know, healthy and okay. And I'm the type of partner where I want you to be able to come to me about anything. And whether I agree or disagree with it, we signed something. So right. I'm willing, I'm open for negotiation. Um, so before I knew that that was a end of contract, it's like I did try, I did things that were beyond my moral beliefs. And just me feeling like it was the right thing to do just because I was this person's partner. Um, but once I exhausted everything that I could do as far as right and wrong, that's when I said, okay, I'm done with it. But I feel like I will only, well, I've only done it. Um, and to, to those extremes, I've only done it for that, that relationship. Because again, it was a contract that was signed and I'm an investor as well. Like, I, I had a 1999 Mercury Cougar, y'all, on campus. This is when I make the serious shit turn funny. I sound like somebody until I just need a new port in my hand now. Um, but I had a 99 Mercury Cougar in college. And I bought that car from the auction. Okay. You couldn't tell me nothing. I had my refund check. Everybody was buying stuff off Third Street in Memphis, the knockoff Chanel's and all of that. I wanted a car. Um, got that car. It needed a new everything. It needed a new windshield. Hell, it needed a new uh, motor, tire, all that. But I did it. And I put so much into it. And I just kept trying and trying. I put a new power steering. I learned about cars from that car. Once I was like, okay, I think this is going to be a good relationship. We'd have been out, had our ups and downs, but this car is going to take me where I need to go. Blown head gasket. And I just started my first adult job when I graduated from college. And that was the end of that story. I traded that car in and the story just keeps going. So that's just to show y'all how far I go when it comes to trying to salvage something. That's the example I wanted to give. Okay. So what how how did you um how did you try to salvage the relationship? Uh, I mean I just tried to be present, be you know, aware of the things that were brought to me that I guess I needed to work on. Mm -hmm. You know, no, none of us are import, uh, perfect, so you ain't gonna get it right the first time. It takes a while, and so, you know, I stayed and just tried to make the most of the situation despite how I felt and hoped that maybe the feeling would go away, but just didn't. So, you know how, like, you had those emergency moments, like, when a person suspects that you're about to leave, they start pulling out the bells and whistles and doing the things that got y'all to fall in love. Did y'all go through those moments? No. Y'all didn't go through those? Okay. I don't know. I don't know if guys experience the same thing. If you haven't noticed, well, if y'all haven't noticed by now, season three, I wanted to cater more to the male listeners, so I've had majority men this season. Mm -hmm. Um... So, I, I did that because I have a lot of women listeners, and y'all know I do not like them biological classes. I tell them, this is my second or third time telling them, I will be 30 in two months. Ooh. Yes, and I feel like I'm turning 20. Like, I feel young. So I'm not I'm not trying. <laughs> you know, like, if, if everything that comes with the things that women want as far as being married and the baby and the home and all this stuff, that's cool. That's perfect. Hell, yeah, I want that. But what I want more than anything is just to be happy and have peace 
have two important things to have. But it's because the women, well, not all of y'all, but it is some women that's like, look, I need a man. I, my, my eggs finna start doing some weird stuff. I I'm want saying, to, huh? I don't think women ready for the half the conversations that men want to have sometimes. But and that's why I wanted more male. Listen, so that's why I have more male guests so that they yeah. can see your point of views and how you all talk because all y'all don't have the same personality, you know. Thanks. But somebody can click with one, you know, at least one. Like it's been like over eight guys, you can click with at least one of them. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like some people may relate to you and they didn't relate to any other guys before you. Mm -hmm. So I just want to pick your brain and exit. Which part of it? So like when I was <laughs> yeah. The, the happiness kicking in. Oh, the happiness kicking in? The... I didn't uh, whisper that loud at all. <laughs> but yeah, so that's why I was asking, like, did did you notice, you know, her trying to pull out the bells and whistles before? This is what I feel like. So this is why I say women maybe not ready for that conversation. Do y'all really, in the back of y'all minds, feel like that y'all have to pull out the bells and whistles to win us? Or... Do y'all not necessarily have to be better than the than the rest of them, right? Because it's already the fact that, man, most of the time we have to approach you wherever we meet you mm -hmm. or wherever we, quote unquote, find you at. You know what I mean? We have to do the, the courting, the pursuing, and the dating phase. Mm -hmm. When it's time to get married, it's when we, you know what I mean? Like, of course, y'all have to be ready, too, in all these stages, but, like, we have to court, we have to pursue, mm -hmm. right? So at what point do women really have to pull out the bells and whistles? Y'all not really having to take us on a bunch of dates, five, six, seven dates in a row, spend money out your pocket or, you know, do certain things that, you know, and that's because our needs are different too as well. So I can acknowledge that, but I don't think women go to the lengths that men have to go through or will go through to preserve relationships or anything like that or to even win somebody over. How do you feel when, if, if a woman was to, were to defend herself and, and be like, well, I do this and that for you. I clean, I cook, I, I do this for you. I, I have sex with you at wee hours in the morning because you want this and I be tired and I want to take my bunny off and I do it for you. Do you feel like that's an equal? Um, I feel like if we really get down to the nitty gritty, we can all point out things that we don't like in the heat of the moment when it's like, oh, I'm trying to defend myself, mm -hmm. right? Like I can, I can point out the good times in every, in every type of occasion, but like in certain things, if you feel like, you know what I mean? It was a, like, oh, you had to give this to me, like, oh, like you said, with the sex thing or something like that. Like, I don't want you to feel like that. Like, mm -hmm. no woman that I want to be with, I don't want them to feel like it's a chore to please me. You know what I mean? Because most men are, we're, I don't feel like most men are very complicated. And I feel like as women, y'all know that as well. Like, it's it's not hard to please us mm -hmm. at all, really. Like, you know, we don't we don't care about a lot of the certain things like you don't have to have a certain profession or make a certain amount of money or you know anything like that like you really just got to hold us down and like at the end of the day like if we know you're gonna hold us down then we're not gonna really falter too much from that you know what i mean but yeah i feel like sometimes women get so wishy-washy because they know that men have to get in line or per se or men have to do most of the work to even foster a relationship. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? So, you know, and that's cool. It is what it is. We all we all know it. Some of us just aren't willing to be accountable for it. Well, they better learn to be accountable because time is ticking. Facts. Period. <laughs> um. So the next question, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna uh get too deep into it. So I'm gonna try to answer as many as I can. Mm-hmm. It was how did you process the breakup? I'm gonna read these responses. I dumped him. Voted wrong back there. Okay, so a dumpy turned to a dumper. Mm-hmm. <laughs> At first, I worked out, but now I eat my feelings. We're still cool. Drake's Marvin's room just came, so you can only imagine. Oh, Drake's Marvin room just came out. But that nigga that you think you found, and since you picked up, I know he's not around. That's true. I, I'm gonna tell y'all a secret. I'm gonna tell y'all a secret. So going through my most recent breakup that I had, it allowed me to become more aware of everything, like everything. And I like Drake, but I think that I just liked him off the fact of the overall sound of the songs. Mm-hmm. Not because he's popular, but just the overall sound. But now I actually appreciate the lyrics, and he is very in tune. Oh, yeah. Drake makes sure you can vibe, too. Like, and that's very uh, rare for a mainstream artist. Most of the time, artists like that are underground. You never heard of them. You know what I'm saying? But he, for him to be so mainstream and well appreciated, his lyrics. Drake, like, Drake makes stuff that can cater to really anybody. Can you pour me something, too? Make me, you're a bartender now. Oh, okay. <laughs> Drake makes stuff that you can really like vibe to, and he makes stuff that's really based on stuff that most of us have been through. Like, right. The more you get to know people and have deep conversations around people, mm-hmm. you realize we all been through most of the same things. Yes, that's the whole gist. When people like when I go and speak to sponsors or just anyone I'm having a conversation with, they'll be like, well, "So, what's your podcast about?" And I'm like, I, "It's hard to put into words." So instead of me saying, oh, well, this is about this, that, I do that little cute sentence, but mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, activating conversation. Mm-hmm. So how we're talking right now, um, this is how I talk to people, period. And so they'll be engaged and all that. Say, yeah, and I tell them, like, you see how we're talking now? I'm like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, this is how I talk on my podcast. I'm like, oh, okay, I get it. I like it. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I, I say things that people are afraid to say. And I'm really glad um, that God put me in this position because Tyler Perry cannot pay the best writer to come up with the type of stuff that I've been going through. Like he writes some great stuff, but if he were to know my story, he probably would try to buy it. Um, but I I love that. Listening, Tyler. <laughs> One of the interns are I hope somebody important. Yeah, somebody. The, the janitor. Hell, you the most important yeah. one. I hope they listening. Yeah. <laughs> really, I really do hope they listen because it's like if the janitor come up to you. That's like the CEO coming to you. Like, yeah. that's the gatekeep. Like, they know the ins and outs. Um, but I, I'm glad that he put me in those positions because it, it shows me how strong I am. And it also allows me, because I do love to talk and I talk a lot, that with me being in a position that I'm in, it's like, okay, if she went through that and she's okay, then I could be okay too. Yeah. You know, like just being real cut and dry, I ended up becoming single you know i was married uh at 25 and i got quote unquote dumped at 28 and it's like right around the time the biological clocks ticking then it's also a story that's not um pretty popular in the black community 
my uh, former spouse left me for a white man. So it's like, damn. Like, I always hear about women cheating and men cheating. And so I just had a baby. Like, my story is very unique. And so it's like, all eyes are on me. What are you going to do with it? Are you going to make the Facebook post and you're going to air dirty laundry? Or are you going to be a person that picks up the pieces and encourages folks like, hey, your pile of laundry may not be like mine, but it's both dirty. And this is how I wash mine. How can you wash yours? I'm glad I know how to keep, you know what I mean? Because my initial reaction, like my, you know. And I, I just never, talk like it's nothing. I'm yeah. so used to it. And you see, I treat it like it's nothing. But you know how in them, uh, in like them old school movies and the cartoons where they motherfucking, like shit came out their ears and blew Oh, yeah. And, and it has like the letters. eyes popped out. It has the shit. letters. That's in my brain what happened. I was like, damn, that's wild. I did not expect that. And sometimes I still wonder, like, am I in shock? But this is almost like a year in. I've been through therapy. I... I always tell people on the show, like, and I had the mental health episode, I told y'all I had depression, anxiety, and PTSD. But one of the main things, and I don't want to skip questions, but one of the main things that helped me through the course of everything was just past experiences from myself. I had times where I didn't handle bad news well at all. So <laughs> the the best options for me was to, I always believe, and I don't, I don't want to say I'm religious, I'm very spiritual um, when it comes to God, but... I just feel like the best things happen when you have peace, like you let God vindicate you. Mm -hmm. And I noticed in past experiences when I let God vindicate me instead of me handling things my way, things turned out the way they need to turn out. And most of the time, it's not on a, okay, you burn me, I'm going to let God burn you. It'll be you burn me, I'm going to ask God to show you, expose you, and I go about my way. And then when you get burnt, I won't even be thinking about you. Like, I'd be very empathetic and praying for you. Um, but I just created my success like to to God and being there for people. Like I've always been the person you can call me a people pleaser or um a person that just really cares. I, I consider it empathetic. I've always been very empathetic towards people where um I got fussed at the other day. You know how the um the planes release the mask mm -hmm. and they say you put your mask on first and the kid, like I'm the person that's going to probably um, Not follow directions. Yeah, that's a nice way to say it. Uh, uh, <laughs> I would be the person to make sure everybody else has a mask on before I go. Because I, I just feel like when I go, I'm going to be good. I mean, I'm not trying to go. But good. I just always try to make sure people are great before me. Um, But I'm going to continue to read these answers, y'all. Because I don't want to skip questions. And sometimes I end up talking and then I be like, oh, well, here got some more stuff. That's the good flow, though. It's a great flow. Yeah. It's the happy candy and the flowers for me. Um, by getting with someone else, do not recommend. So basically, a monkey branch from one relationship to the other. I cut him off, phone, social media. I moved. I don't know about move. What? Yeah, I get it. Um, I went into a dark space. Just moved on. No need to dwell on what was. I was fucked up for a minute. I survived. He didn't. Okay, we we don't read names on here, so. Just know um, if the people are listening to me, like the people, people, I'm scary. That's all you need to know. Just take that and take what you want with it. It was toxic, so there was heavy breakup and get back together phases, dipping and dabbing. Eating and lots of liquor. You got thick. Listen to music. Deep, deep depression. I was 23, so I bounced back. I was sad, low key, but I moved on in a couple of months. Be careful with that. 
Because couple couple means two, right? So a couple of months means two months, right? I mean, yes, technically, but a couple, you know, that's subjective. Two months? I feel like depending on how long the relationship... Well, you know what? I don't even say how long it is because sometimes a relationship could be a small amount of time but have the most impact. So I just... I say when you get ready, but if you can be ready in two months, I'm not judging you. I'm just baffled because I can't do two months of anything. I need at least... At least half a year like I had. I had half a year. That's good. Y'all, you better than me. I tried because I, I tried to consider like going forward when that happened. Like I was like, okay, well, I guess I'll go see what's out here for me then. But it was like, no, that wouldn't be fair to me, them, or him. You know, because again, I was a dumpy. Mm -hmm. I didn't see, well, I feel like I didn't see it coming. But I also think that too, and I hate to be... I, I hate boiling down every like things to, do men, it. to men and women. Do you hate it for real? Or are you just saying you hate no, it? No, I do hate it because it, it comes across the way that I don't mean it to come across. But I'm obviously Bucky. speaking as a you Bucky. know. I feel like it's easier for y'all to heal and deal with shit though, like because y'all are, you know, we get taught to just you got to pack that shit away and just move on. Why? Because. You get taught to not let people see you sweat. You can't, as a man, you know what I mean? Your demeanor is almost everything. Everybody judges you off your demeanor, and everybody has a lasting impression. But it's stupid that. to me because everybody feeling the same way you're feeling, but everybody hiding it. I'm not saying that's right by any means. I mean, as you get older, you, under, you try to understand that you should deal with shit, but if you keep packing away new luggage in the same drawer and trying to stuff the drawer closed. Can we get some more coal? Special helper, please. You know, if you if you keep kicking the the damn drawer closed and this stuff full, like, what you expect to happen? It's gonna burst at some point, right? Yeah. Or you never really learn how to. You just keep making more space. So tell me if this is true or not. So the time, like how normally a woman goes through a breakup, she's mm -hmm. she goes out and does her thing, goes to the bar. She don't really post on social media like that. She posting more than ever now, making stories in the club, city girls. Eh. And then she stops that, and then she posts these not gonna cry black girl power memes. <laughs> Look, the, the women know how to talk. Like, I'm mm -hmm. I'm very, I'm for I'm everybody. You're telling the truth. Yeah, I just tell the truth. Yeah. Like sometimes it be on the men's side, sometimes it be the women. Um, that, and then um, making it seem like they got somebody, just different things like that. But in the meantime, they're hurt. So they're hurting and sulking in the relationship, and then they get over it. Men, again, this is me telling the myth. You tell me if it's true or not. Okay. Men kind of go on do that thing. They like, oh, good if they be. Um, what's up now? I can be around my guys now. I can finally talk to women. And you be thinking you so free, but tell the guys be caught up in their own shit. The women, they kind of deny you. You ain't no lame or nothing, but they just like, uh, uh. We don't, we don't smell the scent of a woman no more on you, so we don't want you either. And <laughs> and then it's like, dang, I kind of miss Sheila. What her ugly ass doing? I miss her. <laughs> Not what I miss that macaroni and cheese. Uh, she sure good cook. I, I was talking about the other macaroni and cheese. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then, like that's that's like three, four months after the breakup. And so y'all writing the women, and then again with that woman timeline, they done went through the little phases. Three, four months, they done healed. Ass that got a little fatter, edges growing in a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Again, it's all. So you think that's myth or fact? It's facts, but again, it's all comes from how we taught to deal with things. Mm. You just pack it away. A lot of it is our ego too. 
you know, men, men our ego, our pride. Egotistic. It can be our biggest downfall. So, you know, that that comes into play too. So, uh, but I like egos. I like big egos when it comes to certain things, like your confidence and your swagger and yeah. stuff like that. But when it comes to, like, like our real issues, like if I'm causing a problem with you and you cause a problem, like, don't have no ego in there. Like, you got to be vulnerable. But, again, you can only be vulnerable with the right person. You can't do it with just anybody because if you do it, like, with a bird, you're going to get you, like, Chris, nickel to dime. Mm-hmm. So I think too, like the vulnerable thing, yes. But I also feel like our ego don't. It, it all is how y'all come across too. Like women have this tendency to like be, and I don't think it, a lot of women realize it's, it's you know how you say things. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. Y'all like, attack a man's character in a sense when you uh, give an example for the people because. I'm, I'm going to be a woman right now. My definition of attacking your character is like, I'm, I'm trying my hardest not to say the N-word anymore. Uh-huh. And sometimes if we just talking, I'd be like, oh, I love my N or whatever. Yeah. That's different. But if we're in an argument and I call you that and I say, oh, you ain't shit. Mm-hmm. And then I compare you to Billy Joe down here and I tell you my friend girl, man, do this and that. I feel like that's breaking your character. <laughs> Hey y'all, so I know you love the glass mic, right? Of course. So this is what I need y'all to do. I appreciate the text messages, I appreciate the kudos and the comments. But what will really make me happy is if you go on your favorite listening platform, subscribe, rate the show, and also leave a review so that I can gain more listeners just like you. Thank y'all. So that's that's one way okay I, I can agree with that but then it's like if we get into a argument about something or a disagreement and it's like see that's why i never come to you for x y and z that's breaking or, character yeah this, this basically saying like especially because y'all don't like to do that over little times this is like oh see this is why i can't be vulnerable with you now or this is why i can't this is why we don't x y and z and it's like well damn what are you what are you really thinking about me like hey because now this isn't just, you're not making this a one-time thing. You're making this consistent. I didn't realize that was a breaking character. Like, this isn't me playing black sheep. This is me mm-hmm. being Chantal. Um, so let's just say, okay, with me having, um, sometimes I get into anxiety modes. And I just be real short. And me and you recording right now. And I'm irritated. And I keep trying to put this down. And you help me pick it up. And you not really doing it. And you don't know how to do it to me. And I see this is why I don't ask you to put this to me because you don't know how to do it. Yeah. To me, I don't feel like I'm breaking your character. I feel like me breaking your character was the things I just said about yeah. me comparing you and doing all of that. So I, mean, I honestly don't. I didn't know that till you just said it. But me and you have like proceeded on the friendship level. It's not so much or whatever because it's like this may be a one time off thing. Mm-hmm. But now when we talking about you know deep discussions and you you telling me oh well, you don't come to me for maybe certain like important aspects of the relationship or this is why I feel like I can't be vulnerable with you now like part of it is like yeah like maybe maybe I can realize what I'm doing okay but, I get it now yeah I but the it. second part is like because who you going to a 40 yeah, exactly like you gotta go to somebody you ain't right you ain't Moesha you're gonna write so much in that journal yeah you know what I mean if you even have a journal but it's like you can't just sit here and tell me and I'm supposed to be like this person you in a relationship this is why I don't 
you know, do these different things for you and I'm your partner. Yeah. Or or it's like, oh, I should have known better than to trust you with this. So y'all can't see our special helper, but don't don't the special help like a butler right now. <laughs> it's giving Jeffrey on our Jeffrey. We don't when know. He, when he grabbed that, I, oh, was it, I was wondering what he, he was, was gonna do with it. And I still don't know what he did with it other than I just don't want the shirt to catch on fire, whatever no, 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 it is. He, whatever he was doing, he got control over it. But I still don't understand the purpose of him having that. Gratuity is not in the building. We're not tipping. I'm a guest. Oh, so. oh yeah. I was like, I hope they're doing it because they want to. Shit, my meal comped. Period. <laughs> Bella paid for me. Come on. right, Bella? Bella, you paying? You brought another toy out here. Are you, you paying tonight? Oh, you she pulling that out of the tree. Yeah. I told you she do that when we record. Uh -huh. I'm bringing some more. We both knew we were just being a dead horse. Didn't eat for about three to four days. Started working out daily. Um, just kept busy around the house. I'm going to read the longest ones, four more long ones. I started to focus on what I liked and what made me happy. It was tough. Took two years off. Then did therapy together for eight months to try to reconnect. Um, took a toll on my mental, prayed about it, asked for healing by laying down with someone else. Cried, watched church, act like it never happened. I went back twice and asked myself, what the fuck am I doing? <laughs> then That's left the for good. Practiced isolation for six months. It honestly took some time and healing, but got used to it and learned about me. I can relate to all of those. Um, so how I process, I've always um, posted motivational stuff and Christian stuff. True. Um, so those things didn't change, but I actually feel like I got deeper um, in my word because I, I isolated myself because it was hard to know who to trust because during the time of that specific breakup, um, although we tried to keep it under wraps, some people got wind of it um, because of some foolish mistakes on both ends. Um, and it was people that was near and dear to me. Some people that knew him by way of me that were being uh, dishonest and very, very, very unfriendly. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know who to trust, so I put everybody in a zero box. Like, I cleaned the slate, and I only talked to two people during that time of the separation, um, which was the person I was dating, which was the big no-no. Um, I had a, a close friend who was kind of going through something similar, and God... So, everybody had to show me in a way, like, why you should stay in my life. I don't care if you were my blood or you were in anything that I was a part of. Like, everybody had to start from scratch because the people that were closest to me were the same ones that deceived me. Mm -hmm. um, I can understand that. So, I processed and I started journaling. And journaling helped me because, again, I went through the stages of grief. I was in denial. I was in anger, um, acceptance. Uh, bargaining and the fifth one I'm sure one of y'all will tell me if you do thank you but I was in all of those phases but with each day I journaled um, so now I'm in a better headspace to look at those notes at one point I, I didn't even want to look at pictures um, and I saw how I journaled and I realized like okay this this is over or during this time frame like I remember Thanksgiving and Christmas I thought that I was going to spend time with my former spouse um, because I saw text messages where they had me feeling like it was something still there. And it's like, okay, well, maybe this isn't a phase. Um, so I was, I was doing that and I journaled 
um, those little times I journaled, the times that I was alone by myself. I journaled when I started losing weight and feeling good about myself. I journaled when my PTSD kicked in. And I remember something I wore on August 5th in third grade. <laughs> like, seriously. I remember songs. Songs came back to me. Smells came back to me. All types of stuff. Okay. And I journaled all of that. So the best thing that I say helped me process was journaling, getting to learn in Notion Talk, which is why y'all seeing the 4C hair, um, and talking to God. And then once I got over to the nav phase, went to therapy, I started adding people back in. And it's like people that are in my life now, which I call my tribe, they've been in my life for over a decade, each one of them. And it's like I'm just learning new things about them and myself daily. So definitely a great support system. That's I know great. I was long-winded, but how, how did you process your breakup? Man, I just spent a lot of time to myself. I literally just stopped so you doing everything. Yeah, I just, you know, I moved to a different area. And, you know what I mean, I just went somewhere that was unfamiliar to me. You know what I mean? Somewhere to where... Uh, you know, I didn't have the desire to do much because I didn't know what there was to do. So. So did you like, I don't know you as far as your day today, but I just asked you, um, prior to the breakup, did you have a lot of friends, like friend guys that you talked to? Yeah. So when the breakup happened, did you see anything changing your friendships? Like as far as the time you spent with them? Oh yeah, I didn't give nothing no time. The only thing that got my time was my son because that was the only thing that, for me personally, I wasn't willing to sacrifice. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? That's obviously, you know, that's me in human form. So right. I couldn't sacrifice anything with that. But anybody else that was a part of me. So he was know, just saving Christ, basically. Uh, yeah, definitely for sure. I think in a lot of situations, you know what I mean? That's, that's kind of like the reminder of let me slow down and think for a second. You know what I mean? Before I do anything. Yeah. Um, but, like, you know, and no disrespect to anybody that was in my life at the time. That mm -hmm. may not be now, but it was just like, you know, I got to just fall back and, you know, recognize what I went through. You know what I mean? It was something that I had never publicized or... You know, people love getting on social media and talking yeah, about Yeah, I shit, never understood so. that. I never understood that. And that's why I'm glad that we're recording. Um, now, of course, granted, this episode won't be released in August. But it is currently August. And um, with the timeline of everything, everything pretty much went public. Um, I posted in May that I was single again. Because, again, um, of course, I was married before. I don't like using the term divorce. I'm not going to deny that I was married or that I am a divorcee. But... I, I'm i very careful with how I speak now because mm -hmm. power of the tongue is very real. Right. And again, I'm on this journey of, of learning who I am, what I want, and learning to love myself. I have not arrived. I'm still learning. I'm finally wearing an Afro put for the first time in life. Bear with me. Um, <laughs> you are funny. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I posted and made it. I was single again because um, I, I, I tell people like, I don't stay on the market long at all. I am a prize. Come on. I'm not the prize. I'm Ooh, part of the prize. I'm a real. That? I'm a real. Wow. <laughs> What's wrong with that? So, uh, so that was May. And then 
he came forward with everything in June. So people were already kind of like, ah, what's going on? Like, they've been watching between, well, I really don't know. I guess I would say November because that's when it kind of leaked into those people I was telling you that knew and were spreading it. Um, so between November and January when we did another episode, that was like when a lot of buzz came. So my post that I did in May, it was very subtle. I just simply said I was single again. I didn't make a, mm -hmm. a post saying, oh, this man, da 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 you know? So because yeah. it wasn't like that, a lot of people didn't really understand. Some of us they didn't get it. May without hearing. They don't get it because they, they want you to put in a big bold letters of, hey, this is what's going on. Because people know yourself. They are. And it's okay. Just don't come to me about it. And a lot of people, and thank y'all because y'all don't. Um, but he did like a big bold post in June. So that's when everybody was like, huh? Oh, okay. Like this is happening. So it's kind of new for everybody between June and August. That's two months. Yeah, but for me, time. it's like 10 months. So it was like, okay, y'all the last to know. And you let me help y'all. Yes. Cause my thing is, of course, you know, people, and, and I have my, my good, the people that come on and listen, but I also have that little piece of me that we all have that loves the haters. Because they're going to come on, too. And it's like you're coming on to get information, but you about to call your ex and be like, hey, I'm sorry. Like, I don't listen to this girl podcast and became a junkie. And I'm trying to reevaluate my whole life. <laughs> and it's my whole goal, honestly. So I done told on myself. But I like telling on myself because I still can do what I want to do. Yeah, that's I'm Dr. Important. E. Bella. Okay. Bella's my cat. She not a, you know, I want a dog. Okay, so um, the next question was pretty much... I'm going to go through it because we already pretty much answered it, but were you in denial or did you accept it? And that kind of relates to salvaging a relationship or not. Um, how did you learn to let go of obligated ties? I'm going to read some responses and then you're going to answer first and then me. Um, I let go immediately. He was trying to still hold on, still trying years later, uh, venturing out. I just didn't do what I knew she wanted me to do, and the ties died. Just love, just by loving myself, I started focusing on what I had going on. Delete his ass out of my life, number, social media, etc. When time allowed, my emotions let go. Then eventually, I moved on. I usually keep by myself, but to where I don't think about them. I cut all ties immediately. He was dead to me. Um, you do what you have to do in life. Not what you want to do all the time. I kept my Netflix account and changed the password. Oh, you was bold. Trifling. This is the boldest answer. I Trifling. You can't even let that man watch his episode. Oh, this is a guy. Oh, 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 yeah. The guy did this. Look, 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 look at him. Come that's on, look. Like, say your thing. Say your shit. Come on. Shout out to your king. No, say it. That sounds like some childish shit we had to do. He just did a face. Girls, yeah. I don't know. We know how we have a girl call. I, I think the guys that. have a thing. It's wink, wink, cheek. Left lip kind of like like this when they trying to tell guys like oh, I'm just saying this for women because he know he did not want to say that. Yeah, that was some bullshit, bro. It wasn't. He didn't want. He see know you doing. I don't. Nobody, I can't see it because I'm a girl, but I know y'all men see that he's saying like I'm just saying this for the women. You know why he changed his password? Why he changed his password? Because he didn't want her watching no movies with the next nigga on his account. Oh. <laughs> Damn! That's what it was. Look, oh, let me you tell you something about Your me. new dude ain't finna be watching damn All American on my account. Nah, not today. <laughs> nah. <laughs> he better watch Spencer James somewhere at his mama house. Uh, but you know, I'm not like 
thick. I need to work on being like thick because even in the cusp of like um the the ending of that breakup, like I didn't cut things off. Cause of course that was a union, like that was a contract. It's different yeah. between the everyday. I didn't. I wasn't like oh. Well, contract. I mean, it is a contract technique. I just started using that term, and it's funny because I started using the term partner um, when I had sex with Doctor Just on the show. Like I used to say, husband, wife, boyfriend, girlfriend, but I just say partner, and it's just a safe term. You cannot get canceled out the word partner. You cannot get canceled out the word partner. Period. Um. But yeah, like I uh that that was a, like I just started using the term country. It was a country. You had to sign a piece of paper, yeah, and you can't like you could break up with a boyfriend or girlfriend. You got like go through all the other bills and whistles for that. But I was pretty easy breezy. Um, but yeah, I wasn't like oh well since you're doing that, I'm gonna turn everything off and do this and that. And he he wasn't like oh, I'm gonna turn everything off and this and that. Now the contract was broken, so of course nobody followed the obligations of it. Specifically, you know, the person that was a dumper, but I just don't, I don't believe in it. I think that's, that's dumb. Mm -hmm. Like, if you're going to do something, do it. Like, give me the option. Like, if I'm breaking up with you and I know that I paid for our phone bill. I know you said Netflix account, but people are pity. They'll do that shit too. <laughs> or if we share rent together. Mm -hmm. We're not working out, yes, but we are still humans friends business well like it's not friends anymore but we still have these obligations we need to figure out how we're going to do this are we going to agree to splitting down the middle am i going to leave and you stay pay all this stuff like if you're petty it's well i can't say petty is turning off a nipples account but you just have to make sure i guess what i'm saying is before you do those things with people you have to make sure who you're doing those things with because it could be easy breezy now but when shit hits the fan, whether whether you stick with that person or not, like y'all could just have a bad argument and still be together, or you could be like, fuck it. Mm -hmm. Make sure you with somebody that has the mind frame, like, let me take care of what I have to take care of. Yeah. Cause if not, <laughs> that's when you find out true people colors and you'll learn if your car could take eggshells or not. <laughs> I've never done that. I just was thinking of something toxic. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Have you? You ever thought you ever did something to somebody's property? No. Never I mean, ever. Ever I ever. I mean, you can hurt me like if I get hurt, like cool, I deal with it mostly, <laughs> but all that extra shit, like that takes too much work. Like I gotta. At first, I'm not finna waste no eggs. That breakfast. And then. Are you telling the truth? Yeah. For okay. You said I, it's breakfast and it made me like kind of like, huh? Uh, no. Nah, I thought you were going to say it's childish, not it, breakfast. It is, it's that too, but <laughs> shit, it's breakfast number one. But like, I, I just think that stuff is just stupid because, you know what I mean? Now you're just taking it too far. Yeah. So, next question, I'm going to ask you directly and then me for, uh, so we're going to go through the questions, but we're not going to do listen to the letter for the second time. Uh -huh. Um, did the breakup reveal anything beyond your relationship? So when I ask this, it's basically saying, yeah, you're learning that this woman or this guy isn't the one for you, the people. Um, but did it reveal more like about yourself or any situations you were in or you're thinking of life? Yeah. Like, tell definitely. me about it. Um, I think I definitely you know, gain some perspective on, on the accountability on my portion on like 
things that I may have been able to do to not necessarily maybe alter the outcome, but, uh-huh. you know, things I could have done to just help the situations that led up to the point where, you know, the relationship was no longer something that was wanted. You know what I mean? She probably needs to <laughs> that's like three of them now. Yeah, that's how but, I said she normally pulls out her bells and whistles before. But, uh, so, it, you know, but that's me. You know, everybody's a little different, so. I get it. Um, but yeah. Well, so I repeat the question for myself Did the breakup reveal anything beyond your relationship? Absolutely. Um, again, like I said, I made a clean slate, I learned a lot about myself. Um, I almost want to say if you met me within a certain time frame or hell, even if you know me, period, you're going to have to start. Well, I would say the certain time frame first, you got to start back over. Like you just have to, because at the moment when I was living, um, in that point of my life, there were things that I was accepting and doing just off of the fact, like, I don't want to break a friendship or a relationship. Um, it was almost to a point where it was like, I realized, I thought that I would only be bullied as a child, because I used to be bullied growing up. Mm-hmm. But when I started reflecting on everything, I was being bullied as an adult too. Mm-hmm. And I didn't think that was possible. Because you don't see, you know, when you think of bullies, you think of somebody in school pushing you, pulling you, taking lunch money. But there are such things as bullied adults. And I had a lot of people that bullied me and to being their friend, I feel like I was obligated to cater to them. Mm-hmm. So I learned about people. I also learned about those, um, again, who did use the situation I was going through. And instead of um, comforting me or being there for me, like I said, they were by way. They knew him by way of me. Mm-hmm. Um, they were kind of like on the antagonist side. And I just noticed new things. And I always tell people on the show, like, I'm a dreamer. And... I dreamt the situation would happen. I also dreamt that certain people would do those things to me. And sure enough, they did those things. So it made me re-question a lot. And I had to learn about myself. And I also got deeper into my word. Once I found the language that I liked in the Bible, um, it just was like the scriptures just tell you everything. Because I used to read horoscopes. And I'm not against them. Like, I'm a Scorpio. But when it comes to seeing them like for my everyday life and how things will turn out, that situation taught me to not do that anymore. Like, I found out more in the Bible than I did reading those things. And not knocking anybody that does it. I ain't saying it ain't accurate. I'm not saying none of that. I'm just telling y'all what I like. You can I get think, canceled quick. You got to be careful. Yeah. That is sad. It's like, well, ever since you got to put a disclaimer. Oh, I think, yeah, a lot more. <laughs> I will. I, I think that the end of any relationship gives you, it gives you perspective. Because... I mean, if you take the time to reflect, it'll, you know, you realize that your relationship does also bleed into the other parts of your life. Right. You know what I'm saying? How you function in friendships, maybe how your energy is at work every day, you know, things like that. And so you get a lot more perspective on how that affected you in so many different ways to where most people say we don't want to fall into it again. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? But. It taught me that I didn't really love myself. Like, you know, everybody say, oh, I love myself. I come first. Like, it was like, "Uh uh-uh. And I I always say, like, if if I'm still learning to love myself, I have not arrived. But once I get to the point of 
how I need to learn to love myself. I feel like if I had that same energy throughout my life, a lot of my circumstances would not have occurred yeah. because I was loving others more than myself. Not not even just in relationships, but friends, um, family, all of that stuff. And that's not right. I was yeah. born from an empty cup. Guilty. I could, I could definitely empathize with that for sure. Cool. So I um I asked the question. I said if a person moves on immediately after a breakup, would you assume cheating was involved? You gonna tell me your yes or no before I read these responses? My gut says yes. Or they may not have cheated, but they was dead. Well, it depends on what your version of cheating is as well. What's your version of cheating? That needs to be. Why you think of that? That needs to be discussed in the relationships. Like, I recommend when the foundation is still being laid, and I feel like the foundation for a relationship is between the first dates up to the, like, 365th day. Like, you're building that foundation your first year. It's not the first 90 days. Like, the foundation is the first year. So, I think that people should ask, hey, what's your definition of cheating? Because mine might be if you go have sex with somebody or you perform orally on them, anything physically. Your definition might be just talking. talking yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. So, it needs to be on one thing. Uh, I, do, I think it depends, but I think most of the times you can say in some form or fashion that person has, has stepped out with another person in another way. Whether mm-hmm. it is mentally or physically. Okay. Yeah, that's what I figured. So, I pretty much said my answer when I said this. So, I'm not going to read all of them for the second time. Um, but somebody said, no, I'm going to read the question again. Um, if a person moves on immediately after a breakup, would you assume cheating was involved? I'm going to read a female, male, female, male. So, y'all kind of get the cusp of it. The first one's female. No, probably just ready to be single. Also, are okay with not being wanted. Nah, not necessarily. Some people deal with pain like that. Yes. Nah, if you want to get out, then get out before it gets ugly. Nah, people just deal with things differently. At some point, it really shows your emotions were gone before, long before you were. Hell yes. No. No, I did something better. No, I did. Something better came along. Either cheating was involved or that person just has an issue being alone. Absolutely, I thought that. No, I met someone a week later, a week later, and they were perfect to me. There's no time limit. No, because I'm going to do the same. Their partner was a narcissist, so when they finally let go, it's refreshing. I don't think that person was tired of being a victim of gaslighting, or they finally realized. Um... Let's see. What's another one? No. You got a lot of responses. Mm-hmm. The people love it. Yeah. I told you, people that were going to love this topic. I told you that. Yeah, you hit a, you hit a different uh, mark on this one. Mm-hmm. Plus, like, some people, like, they just they just damn for it. Like, this is a... I told them on my story today, it was about hurt and heal. Most of the time, I don't tell them when I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, But when they read the discussion questions, they can kind of tell what this is going to be about. Ain't got time to speculate or woulda, coulda, shoulda. Do you, Karma, gonna take care of the rest? And yes. So, I'm gonna read this last one. And what I asked was, what did you learn from the breakup? I'll go first. Um, So, what I learned was, it was two people. Again, I'm speaking on the same breakup. But it was two people that genuinely liked each other. 
um, from when we started dating, there were people that were against us mm -hmm. and that there were lies that were also told to try to break us apart. Okay. Um, but we we dated each other because we liked each other, but we also stuck around because we wanted to prove those naysayers that we weren't together because of those reasons. Okay. But we both had issues that we swept under the rug that came to surface. With me being a people pleaser and not loving myself the way that I should, and my former partner not being in their actual truth. Mm -hmm. So, a lot of people say that the devil attacks marriages. I believe that it's true. But in the same breath, I feel that when you approach an older age, you become more comfortable in yourself. And once you start becoming comfortable in yourself with small things, it gets bigger and it turns into a snowball effect. For example, I was learning to love myself well before the breakup happened. I started the podcast. And that's when things that I forgot about, things I suppressed, things I swept on the rug came about. And it also came on the other end. Um, but what... Mostly what I learned about myself is that if I learn to love myself, if I learn to follow my intuition and my instincts, it's not saying that I will avoid bad things because, of course, we're walking through the wilderness right now. Life has good moments and bad moments. But a lot of things can be prevented if you just follow yourself, follow your connection. Again, I don't put religion or spirituality on people, but... Whoever your higher calling is, mine is God. You stick to your connection, stick to the master, and love yourself, and then everything else comes after that. If you follow that order, things can be easier. It doesn't afford anything, but it helps you get through it. So that's what I learned um, about you know me going through that breakup. What What did you learn from your breakup? I think at the end of the day, you gotta love yourself first. If you don't know how to love yourself, you can't love nobody else properly. So, agree. Know, be comfortable in your own skin and be comfortable with who you are, and the right person will come along and enhance that. You know what I mean? Like, it's okay to change, it's okay to grow, yes. it's okay to be a different version of yourself, and it's okay for another person to help motivate or help you see that. Um, but you still got to love yourself for who you are at any given moment first. Right. Good and bad. You know what I'm saying? I understand your bad. I understand your weaknesses. But also come up with a plan on how you can develop and turn them into a strength. Right. And I, I don't assume because I like certain things that everybody does. But I always tell people, date yourself. Even if you're in a relationship, go to the bar by yourself sometimes. Go get your nails done. I think men should get pities. Like, it'll change your life. Um, like, do Thanks. something to cater to you. Like, I, I'm very, I, I want a son. I'm going to have my son. So, I just, I try to, like, see how men think now. Like, I'm not saying I'll be the perfect mom, but I want to try to learn about men as much as I can before I, create my own and it's like just just date yourself because you're not gonna be able to appease to anyone else unless you can appease to yourself yeah i tell you on the on the sun part mm -hmm. i don't want to get deeper into this that could be a whole nother episode <laughs> i understand that as a father i i made a million mistakes and i can teach my son and 
you know, try to guide him along the path. But at a certain point, he's still going to have to bump his head on his own to have that experience. You know what I mean? So I was the same way. My dad told me a lot of things that I went back to him later on. I was like, damn, bro, you was right. Like, shit, I wish I would have listened. But how else you going to know how deeply it, it affects you if you don't go through it. Right. And experience is the best teacher. I'm not saying I don't want my son to bump his head because he's going to have to do that. Mm -hmm. What I'm saying is I want him to know he has a support system from when he does bump his head. Mm -hmm. Because life isn't perfect. You're going to have some hiccups. You're going to have your run-ins and all that. But train up a child the way they should grow and they'll never part from it. Seriously. I'm actually starting to go back to my own roots. So I do credit and, and thank pieces of that breakup for getting me to that point because if not I wouldn't be here right now I would probably be borderline diabetic I was pushing 300 pounds I was wearing weave I was people pleasing I was doing so much so even though that breakup did hurt me and it's still healing that needs to be done I thank God that he saw that I was fitting up and strong enough to go through it so that I can learn about myself at 29 and not be a bitter 39, 49-year-old woman telling women, oh, don't get married, men ain't this and that. Like, no, I don't want to do that. I feel like my life is actually about to begin now. Like, I'm confident enough to wear things and say things that I normally wouldn't say because I was worried about what people would think. And if I can do that, I feel like I can get everybody else to try to follow suit. That's real. Mm-hmm. So, I'm not going to hold you up any longer. Those are all of the discussion questions. Um, for the second time, we're not doing listener letters, but for season four, yeah, I'm going to break the news down to y'all now right quick. I'll make this as short as I can. Season three was long as hell. If you are an avid junkie, that's a new term my manager gave me. I love, I love junkies. Um, so if you're an average junkie, you know that my seasons only last like one and a half months. So, fun fact, I recorded the last episode of season two on October 10th. And that was the last episode. And right when I recorded it, that's when shit got real, aka the breakup. So I'm like, ooh, okay, I got season two done. Season three started in January, and now this is the last episode for season three, and it's now oh, August. I'm glad I could be a part of the finale. Yes, you are a part of history. Hopefully, I did the people well. You did. Oh, I think so. you did well. Because I I, so. in my head, I can tell if an episode is great or not. Another fun fact, and you know, if you want to go on TMZ in a couple years and make you a couple books, it's fine. <laughs> but every episode I record does not make it to the show. I have some episodes in the vault. I believe it. You I'm serious. Know. I have episodes that might come out way later on. You like a musician. You know, they said they got thousands, hundreds of songs. Yeah. I have plenty of episodes in my vault that have never been released. Well, I hope I get. I make it to the streets. Oh, you're definitely going to make it. Streets, I hope you love me. You're you going to make it. Saying? Like I said, it's a very pivotal episode. So, And plus, I'm in rare, rare and raw form. I feel angelic right now with this shirt. I feel like I'm on Sunday's choir. Oh, it's the shirt or is it the hair? It's everything. Oh, I, I feel like anybody I hug is going to get a blessing. Ooh. <laughs> Make sure you give me seven, twelve, hundred of them on. So I go, God, I can use one. Look, I'm a blessing. It's cocoa butter. Um, But, yes. <laughs> 
So if you're interested um, in writing a letter, make sure you write in to input the glass mic. Or you can DM the glass mic subject line advice on unscripted events. Y'all want to make sure y'all go ahead and get those in now because season four, we're going to have some totally different things for y'all. I don't want to spoil anything, but just know that I am shedding. I came out of my cocoon and I want y'all to see my wings. So stay tuned. Stay tuned. Do you have any plugs, anything that you want to get to the people? No, I just hope you have me back for season Everybody four. Everybody says that. Yeah, and what I do, y'all? What I do? Sip. You're going to have me back. Listen. I don't. I don't. I don't Everybody do the, says the same. I don't do the plugs. Thing. I don't do the plugs. I don't do nothing like that. I just can I be that. petty? You can be whatever you want. <laughs> oh, I can't believe I'm doing this. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it because I'm so angelic, but I'm unpredictable. One person asked me, "Could they be back?" And they're never coming back. Mm. As long as it ain't me, shit. As long as I'll be number one. But if it is me. I at least rock this motherfucker the first time. Hey, that's what and I'm saying. This is gold. This hey, is gold. Just make sure girl. that if anybody emails you or calls you in the future and says, hey, you have any words about Chantal? Keep them clean like and positive. That. I don't like that, heifer. Okay. You know, I'm just playing. You, you, know, know, I'm gonna show you, you know I'm going to show you love. I've been rocking with you yeah. since the first time we uh met. So. Mm -hmm. I always tell people about love. the Slack group. Yeah, it's all love. Right? Mm -hmm. so, uh, anytime. You know, I come grace, be be a pleasure to be in the company of you and Bella. Awesome sauce. Bella brought all her toys. She didn't call contact from yeah, the happy I'm going to rock with her for I go. Okay. So, um, we already got his plugs in. You told me your social media, Instagram and stuff? Oh, yeah. You can follow me on IG at Giovanni underscore Vetti, V-E-T-I, Vici. Oh, wait. Underscore Vici, V-I-C-I. Follow me. Do whatever you got to do. I'll follow you back. It don't matter. You follow me? Yeah, I mean, it's all I love. I like to see what people got going on. You can find a lot of places to eat, shit to do, just off. I, I have my people. people. Yeah. Listen, I was sending you some stuff. Yeah. I'm I've been trying to lower my timeline. It's all love this way, all the time. So, so it's not love if you don't follow somebody back? Mm. Watch that's, it. That's, that's, you know, that's an opinionated question. I just care about how my timeline is, because, again... I don't even scroll past like the I'm first. very empathetic. Like I could pick up a lot of mm -hmm. again, I be trying to tell them I tell them a thousand times when I say energy and spirituality, I ain't talking about certain stuff. I when I say energy, like I could pick up your feelings and again, like I told you I have dreams and I don't want y'all in my dreams. Right. I love y'all, but I don't want to dream about y'all because I'm not gonna right. tell you because you ain't gonna be able to handle it. Alright, before I go, read me shit. Since you feeling that, I wanna hear what you gotta say about me now. It's not like this. It can be on the spot. Oh, okay. Well, we get done recording, I, I could All right, try. Well, shoot me a text or something and let me know what you. I will say, I will say that you 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 came off pretty genuine. Like it wasn't one of those macho. Let me seem cool. Let me make sure my answer's cool. It seemed pretty from the heart. I feel like you did it from the heart, but at the same time, you didn't implicate yourself or anybody else. Oh yeah, no, I don't. That was smart. Ain't no snitching. Yeah. But I ain't gonna also. What I mean, I ain't gonna be macho for what it has. You know, these folks might not ever see me, so ain't nothing, ain't nothing to lie Look about. Fuck the niggas for life. Yeah. Ooh, I just said it. See, I said I'm trying to stop. That's okay. God's okay. still working on you. Thank you. He said it. He said it. So, again, y'all, um, if you want to support or advertise with the glass mic again, season four, you want to be part of history. 
info at theglassmike.com or go on all social media at theglassmike. If you want to show a little love and donate and support, again, we do give back um, to different charities as well as some of the people that are experiencing hardships. Just to name a couple of things, we did donate to Susan G. Coleman last October and also one of the people um, lost their home in a fire. We did donate a little something, something to them. Again, we're not millionaires, but we did get them a little token of love. So if you want to help with that, or also help with the sponsors as far as up-and-coming businesses, make sure you look at the link in the bios on all social media platforms and show love to the PayPal or Cash App. Make sure y'all leave ratings on Apple and YouTube. I have followers in places I've never been to yet. I have a passport, so maybe one day. Belgium, okay. UK, um, New Mexico, oh, Canada. Yes! And it, I feel so weird saying that, but my statistics is like, you could feel weird, but we don't. The color is green here, the color is purple here, the, purple, the color is gold here. Okay. Yes, all around the world. I don't limit myself. What? If you can understand the southern accent, Come on, if not, put the subtitles and hopefully the subtitles can understand what I'm saying because I'm fast in country. Because it's strong. It's very strong. And I've been here almost three years. That's but you know what? Not. They might be my money maker. Because I can't think of too many podcasters with a southern accent. Yeah, you got 20 something years. I sound like peach apple, peach, I'm saying peach apple pie, peach cobbler with vanilla ice cream, peach cobbler a la mode with fried chicken collard greens with See, the ham no, hot. No, 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 no. You only said that because I told you that I'd rather have a, the apple pie. Oh, okay. I'm going to keep nah, going because now yeah. you feel the type of way. Make sure y'all leave the ratings on there. And also, if you're hip to this and you're new to this, catch up on the past episodes. I think I have a strong 25 previous episodes y'all can listen to. Some of them are on YouTube. I'm still trying to decide if I want to have the videos I recorded. But when I wasn't visual yet, don't want to put that out there because I was a little chunky. But we'll see. There might be some hidden gold for the future. Um, check out the memes on the podcast page. I do a daily meme thing. I try to keep it as less as just in the little boy and shade room as possible. Some days I do look cute, toxic stuff, but most of them are positivity, motivation, different things like that. Repost the meme, y'all. It makes a difference. And if you want to be a part of the rebrand, and the Glass Mike team, you could DM or email us and for the Glass Mike or um, email and for the Glass So if you want to be part of the rebrand, if you feel like you have something that you can contribute as far as marketing, as far as promotions, anything like that, hell, even with rebranding the website, I do have some people in mind, but I am open to opportunities. Make sure y'all hit me up. Subscribe, rate, and review. And my personal plug, follow me on my personal page, the Chantal Lewis, but I'm not spelling it because I know I'm going to fuck it up. But follow me. My personal page is okay. I pop out sometimes. Sometimes I don't. But the Glass Mic one is the one you want to follow. Follow that, the Glass Mic on Instagram. And I want to thank y'all again for tuning into the Glass Mic where there is no script, just transparent talk. I want to thank the sponsors for supporting the vision and the brand. I want to thank Gio for coming on to the show. He done gave the light skin guy some points. Uh, we ain't know what the hell. We but I guess, the whole time. I guess it's the, the, the can I touch your look? I'm like, can I, I guess it's the naturalness. He's, he's woke. He's woke. Oh, I'm, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be real it, petty. If you had to choose, time. if you had to choose between being a team or somebody, would it be Kevin Samuels or Dr. Doom, or Dr. Umar? Damn, that's tough. <laughs>
it's a lose. I hate lose. to do well, it. At least Kevin a lose lose. Kevin Samuels keep it a hundred though. I I rock with Kevin Samuels. He go a little overboard, but at least he bro damn near keep it a buck at least. Patreon subscribers, I want to <laughs> apologize to y'all. Now that y'all know the cats is out of the bag and y'all saw that um. <sighs> So y'all saw how season three was, and y'all know now why season three was so long. I had to go through my healing. I do promise to use Patreon again, so my paid subscribers, they pay to hear the stuff that doesn't make the show. Season four, you're gonna get your content, and if you send an email to Info the Glass Mike with a screenshot of you being a former Patreon, I am going to charge you the lowest one. So I think the lowest one is a dollar, or maybe five dollars, but regardless, send that in, Y'all only gonna have to pay a dollar. The lowest one. Guarantee you. Because I do apologize. And some people are still subscribed. And I, I'm not gonna be... I'm gonna be very transparent. I wasn't giving my podcast the full attention it needed to. Because I had to water myself. Okay. But stuff like this. Like, I'm hyped right now. The show is about to end. Normally, when we start talking like this, this will go on Patreon. Mm. That's why I said that. So... You gonna talk that we having the after party. We always have an after party. Oh shit! I'm but a little unfortunately, lit. yeah, exactly. <laughs> little lit for real. Patreon is where you be slipping up, saying some shit that might get you, you know, caught up. But yes, we will have that. And I'm not gonna let him answer the question because I don't, I don't want him to end up getting nothing in his inbox or whatever. We're gonna save him. But That's I want to. Question. The, oh no, no, right. Dr. Umar or uh, Kevin Samuels. But we're gonna talk about it after this. Keep it, keep it in your head. I want to also thank you all, the listeners, the people, the junkies, the tribe, the tribe, the tribe, the tribe. The tribe has helped me through this, y'all. Y'all ain't gonna know who they are, but any when I do get to the point when I make merchandise, if you see somebody with tribe, that's some shit that cannot be bought. So that's how they're gonna expose themselves. Exclusive. It's yes, and that's a subtle word, like for real. <laughs> but season four, stay tuned, y'all. Please, please stay tuned. I want to thank y'all again. And, of course, as y'all know, I do this for my family. I do this for my friends. But most importantly, I do this for the people. I am Chantal says it all. And as always, I love y'all. Thank y'all for a wonderful season three. Appreciate it. I wish you could play boys to me. It's so hard to say goodbye to yesterday. Well, I know you were saying that. You knew. I'm going to play just for the after party. So, y'all, we're going to go to the after part because it's time to re-up on the happiness. <laughs> hey, y'all. So, I've created a personal subscription called Patreon for my followers, also known as The People, so that y'all can see and hear content that didn't make the show. So, to get onto that, go on patreon.com slash mic. And pick the two that's best for you. Of course, they're all budget-friendly, but my personal favorite is the I'm All In tier because that one has the juiciest information, no edits, no cuts, some name drops, all of that good stuff. So again, go on patreon.com slash theglassmic and tune in. Thank y'all.